Welcome to Say It Saturday with your host, Waukesha Green and Audra Walker. This show is designed to help you heal, break through, and break forth from your current situation. We will be sharing some kingdom principles and strategies with you that you can take and apply to your daily lives. We are here to encourage you to go beyond your limitations and design the life God has planned for you so you can experience total and complete transformation. So with that being said, we are super excited to have each and every one of you join us to have a very responsible, transparent, real, and yet fun conversation on Say It Saturday. Hey, sis. How are you? Good morning, morning, morning. I'm good. How are you, honey? I am blessed, girl. Blessed and excited. Oh, we sis, let me tell you something. I am so <laughs> I am so excited about well, I already got the topic up there, girl. Okay. <laughs> yes, yes. And look, y'all, we celebrating black history. We got our shirts on. Yes. yes. So thank you guys for tuning in to say it's Saturday. Yes. You know, I'm super excited, sis, because once again, we had an opportunity to come forth, you know, to God breathe life on the inside of us. So we were able to come forth this morning and utilize this platform to be able to reach many, you know, and we sure, we sure hope that, you know, you guys take something that we are going to talk about today and apply it to your lives. And it's a great reminder Sis, how's my sis doing this morning, baby? What you, how you feeling about this topic? Girl, I'm excited about this topic because, you know, this is, I, I'm just excited. You know, I think this is a much needed conversation. Um, you know, people have been celebrating Black history all month, but, you know, we'll get into that a little later. But right. I'm excited. I'm excited, girl. <laughs> <laughs> and looking as beautiful as ever. Look at my oh, thank you. Yes, my baby looking good. <laughs> beauty knows beauty, honey. I know that's right. Thank you, boo. Thank you. Welcome. <laughs> but sis, I've been. Let me tell you something about this. This topic all week is pretty much been in my spirit. Yeah, and I'm like, you know, just asking the Lord, you know, why just one month why just february you know and that we really you know because you see a lot of black history month uh events going on you see people um the awareness is heightened and all of that but so what what bothered me sis is because once february is over why does it stop exactly we don't you know we we and so i looked up Let's just break this thing down, baby. Let's break it down. Let's break it down. I looked up, um, I began to look and see, first of all, history. History is the study of past events, particularly human affairs. And there's another uh, definition for the whole series of past events connected with someone or something. So that's history. And I always say his story. Yeah, story. So, and then I that went. I took it a little further, sis, and I was like, "Why February?" And so, apparently, um, from you know looking up, that um, 
Black History Month is an annual celebration that started in the U.S. in 1926. Mm. The month of February was chosen to coincide with the birthdays of Abe Lincoln, the U.S. president who issued the Emancipation Proclamation in 1863, and Frederick Douglass, an African-American air raid orator, social reformer, reformer, a writer and abolitionist. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know that. And I was, I'm wondering, I'm like, why, why February? Why was that month chosen, you know, for, you know, the black, black history, for right. our culture to re- be recognized, for right. our race to be recognized and to be honored, you know? And so let's talk about it, sis. I wanted to just for us to just break this thing down and just that little piece right there how you feeling girl what you oh i see them eyes <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's it's just interesting you know because um you know it, it does been a question for years people been wondering why we have the shortest month of the year why is it in february so wow. i didn't know that either that it was because of their birthday so you know you're dropping a little knowledge not only to us but to everybody else so you know i'm glad that you looked that up and you know now we know why it's in february but right. do we have to just stay in february is the question that's right that's right but no. we'll get into all that a little later absolutely <laughs> <laughs> but what I what I, I know, sis, we both have someone that we wanted to kind of highlight, you know, a little bit. Um, we're not gonna share their whole stories because we're gonna y'all go and check that out for yourself. Right. You know what I'm saying? So mine was Harriet Tubman, sis. Let me just tell you how when I first seen when they redid when they did the movie mm-hmm. of Harriet Tubman. It hit me so hard, sis, because of what Harriet did. So I'll talk a little bit about what I have here, and then we'll go in just a little bit of why why it did something to me on the inside. So Harriet Tubman, she was born in 1820 in Dorchester County, Maryland, U.S., and then she died March 10th of 1913 in 1913, Auburn, New York. So Harriet an American bondwoman who escaped from slavery in the South to become a leading abolitionist before the American Civil War. She led dozens of enslaved people to freedom in the North along the route of the Underground Railroad, an elaborate secret network of safe houses organized for that purpose. Uh, And um, Harriet was born into slavery herself. Her name is Araminta Ross. This is really good, sis. And I was wondering, well, where did she get Harriet from? Later, she adopted her mother's first name, Harriet. So I'm going to stop there because I have um, so much, so much meat, but I don't want to get into all that. You guys go and take a look at, you know, your history. You know, people that paved the way for us. Right, you know right. And how that what what it really did for me, sis, is when I when I saw the movie because you know we hear we heard, but when I saw the movie, it really penetrated my spirit because mm-hmm. I was like, you know, 
she had a passion. She was a slave herself. She got away, but then she did not forget the people that was enslaved as well. She didn't forget her people. Oh, sis, that did something to me. She could have very well went on with her life and said, I have made it, praise God. But what she said was, I have to go get my people. And yeah. since in that girl, so that's where I, I, I really, you know, what we feel, we hear the passion. What is passion? Passion is a strong and barely controllable emotion. The suffering and death of Jesus. Think about the passion of Christ. Mm -hmm. He had so much passion for us that he suffered. He suffered a while that he saved us. And so I was thinking about that with Harriet. Passion comes suffering and it comes sacrifice. Right. Harriet sacrificed. She could have went back and died herself. She could have got caught. Yeah. She could have got caught, sis. And she didn't. And then what really got me was when she was she was going back and she was Moses. I love they they started calling yes. her Moses. <laughs> and yes. so she went back to get her people. And some were so in their mind, sis, so in their that slave mentality and afraid to get out of slavery. Right. They Come didn't want to go. They were right. afraid. And she said, I have, I, I know the way. I know the way. Come on, follow me. Let's go. That's what really got me, sis, because in that she told them, it's either one or two things going to happen right now. It's either you going to come with me or you going to die. That part. <laughs> you know, that part. Girl. And I said, oh, girl, you better tell them. Come on, get out of that. We trying to come back. I'm coming back to free you. I'm coming back because I know the way. Right. I know the way. Follow me so you can be free as well. But sis, that's why Harry really, that, that touched me. And it, it hit my spirit to my core because I said she didn't only risk her own life going back, but she went back because she had a passion to save her people as well. Right. Girl. Right. That's it. That's that's I'm not gonna go any further. Y'all look up Harriet Tubman. Y'all go look up research. research for yourself. But that was one, and it's many, many more. But oh, my yeah. somebody that she wanna share as well. Mm. So you guys, I'm gonna share veteran Fanny Griffith McClennan. Um this lady, you know. I chose her because, you know, in history, for Black history, we keep getting the same people over and over and over. And we don't spotlight a lot of women like Harriet Tubman, like Miss Fanny Griffin. You know, we don't. The most we get is like um, Rosa Parks, you know. Right. And it's so many women that that did such, you know, great things for Black history. And I chose Miss Fanny because I was, I'm a veteran and I'm a Black female veteran and I served in the United States Army. Right. And we take it for granted when we go in, you know, like, oh, I'm in the military for such and such and such. I don't care what branch of the military you in. If you are black female, you need to thank her because she shattered so many ceilings. You know, she right. was um 
in the 688th Battalion. And then she later um, was a commander with the Strategic Air Command. She served in the Air Force in the Army, right? But during World War II, she had the um, the privilege of commanding the Strategic Air um, Command, and she was passing out meals to the people on the front line. So mm -hmm. in a stench of you smelling dead bodies and stuff, you know, she her passion was to make sure these men on the front line get their mail, get their letters from their loved one so they wow. could carry on and, and keep fighting, right? Because we all know back then women wasn't fighting, you know, but we had like, you know, nurses and, you know, she was a meal carrier and stuff like that. And not to get too much into her history, but a lot of men, when she became a commander, didn't want to, you know, um, follow under her because they didn't want a woman in control. Right. So she had to endure a lot of racism and sexism. So mm -hmm. That's why I say she broke a lot of ceilings and stuff like that for women, African-American women in the military, right. which leads me to not only, you know, she was a she, you know, did that. But here we have, you know, now we have Lieutenant um, General Naja West. You know, she's the 44th Surgeon General of the United States Army and Commanding General, U.S. Army Medical Command. That was her thing. But she's the Surgeon General. It, she could not become the 44th Surgeon General without Miss Fanny Griffith West um, McClennan leading the way for her. Right. And leading the way for all of us females, African-American females that's in the military. Right. So we have to pay homage to those before us. And I'm, you know, like she was passionate about getting them their mail. You know, a lot of people's like, oh, well, she was just doing mail. Like that wasn't nothing. But like you say, passion. Right. right. She had the passion to do that because even though that was her job to pass out mail. And yeah, you think, of, you know, just look forward to how the mailman deliver your meal. You look forward to that. That's if right, he don't yeah. come or she don't come and deliver your meal, you're upset. Right. So my thing is, no matter what the job is, you have passion about doing it. Like Miss Fanny had passion about delivering the meal to the soldiers on the front right. line, you know, mm -hmm. so they could carry on and lift their spirits. And it may seem like a little detail, but it was so big to the soldiers. Even though a lot of men didn't want to you know, fall under her command, they still look forward to that meal. You see what I'm saying? So right. I salute her. Last I looked, she was still living. She's 101. Oh, praise God. So, That's what I'm talking about. I thank God for her. She's still here, you know, and she's getting recognition from Congress mm -hmm. and, and the government now and the 80, um, 688 is getting uh, recognition as well. So, yeah, you guys do your history. Do, do your research on these people. Like, you would be surprised of how much our race have given to history and right. to society. And it's coming full circle now. So, sis, I know you got a clip. We're going to go ahead and drop the clip for them. Yes. All right. <laughs> Let's do this. Y'all listen month is over. I wanted to take a moment to give thanks to the POC, pioneers of color, that came before us. During my research, I was blown away by just how many African-American inventions we use on the day-to-day. -day. And it got me thinking just how different life might be if it weren't for black ingenuity. And though this video could literally be hours long, I narrowed it down to some of my favorites. The automatic gear shift, Richard Spikes. 
For those of us who hate driving clutch, we have this guy to thank. Though he spent most of his time as a barber, Richard went on to patent a whole bunch of other stuff that we use in modern automobiles. America's first clock, Benjamin Banneker. Rumor has it that Ben built his clock after studying a friend's pocket watch. His family even reported that it ticked until the day he died. Ooh. <laughs> Automatic elevator doors, Alexander Marcus. Without this, we have a lot more awkward encounters at work. You know what I'm talking about. The carbon filament and the electric lamp, Lewis Lavender. Do you know how many times I heard about Edison as a kid? Without our boy Lewis here, that idea stealing hack would have no light bulb. Folding chair, John Purdy. Without this, professional wrestling would be an entirely different sport. Give him the chair, John! <laughs> the ice cream scooper, Alfred L. Crow. Need I say more? The modern lock, Washington Martin. Locks, locks, dude. For 4,000 years, locks hadn't changed. This dude rolls along, makes some changes, then we're locking everything. The refrigerator, Thomas Elkins. Who else had leftovers for dinner last night? Well, don't forget to thank your boy Thomas, because without his improvement to the refrigerator, that meal wouldn't have been possible. The modern toilet, also Thomas Elkins. Ooh, baby, a double. My man Tommy making home and work more comfy, one amenity at a time. The mop, Thomas W. Stewart. What, were you gonna keep using your bed towels to clean up spills? Portable pencil sharpener, John Lee Love. Never a dull moment with this guy. I hate him. Potato chips, George Crump. My favorite card delivery system. Though, all jokes aside, it's kind of destiny his name's Crump, right? Thermostat and temperature control, Frederick Jones. Freddie, my guy, my dude, Arizona salutes you. Modern traffic light, Garrett Morgan. Thanks to Garrett, we don't have to play a game of Frogger every time we want to cross the street. Touchtone telephone, portable fax, caller ID, fiber optic cables, etc. Dr. Shirley Ann Jackson. Dr. Jackson deserves her own video. You're looking at the mother of modern telecommunications right here. Put some respect on her name. Like I said before, this is all just the tip of the iceberg. And though it's always good to stop and acknowledge those who came before us, black history could never be condensed into a single month. Though, thanks for trying, white people. Seriously, people of color have been making waves since the dawn of time, and we're not stopping anytime soon. So raise a fist, take a knee, and thank a black person. Because without us, your world might look a whole lot different. My sister. My sister. Yeah, honey. Yes. Yes, girl. So that was just a little knowledge for you guys. You know, I mean, we could go on and on. We could play clips for days. But right. what we really want y'all to get to doing is y'all own research. Because I'm sure some of them y'all probably knew. Some of them y'all didn't know that even a Black person invented some of those things. So right. we just want to bring light since it's Black History Month. But we don't stop there. We, we try to share light every day of the year. So just do your research. And um, it's so funny because, you know, since when my oldest girls was little, I always showed them like, it don't have to be Black History Month. Like we'll just watch a, a like Harriet Tubman. We'll watch like 
all the eyes on a prize. Like I'm always showing them, you know, like what our people went through to get so they could appreciate today, wow. you know. And I taught them young, like taught I started teaching them about our history, like at a young age. And wow. we was watching this when we had um VCRs. So I'll pop it in like, hey, this this is family night, this family time. We about to watch this and you know, and, and you have a and you dialogue with them, you have a discussion with them. I did. And right. you know they had questions like, well, why did why they had to do that? And you know, one movie Rosewood, that one always get me. But they had so many questions about that movie, you know. And it's and and let me tell you guys something: if you don't educate yourself, you can't educate your kids, right? Right. So kids, when you um, introduce them to stuff like that, they're going to have questions. So be prepared to answer. And some of the questions you may not have an answer to, but good thing we got good old Google. You know, back then, you know, Google wasn't as popular, you know, but I educated myself enough on our history. So the questions they had, I was able to answer and break it down. And, right. you know, we had encyclopedias back there. You can go in your encyclopedia and right. show them, you know. So, um, you know, you know, that was Back in the day, we got so many, you can get on a computer and do anything to find an answer and look it up. So research, get on Google and research some people. Or if you don't even know their name, like who invented, you know, let's say, I don't know, who invented something. I don't know. The car. (laughs) Right. Stuff like that. Just just Google it. You'd be surprised who did what, you know. So yeah, um, I that clip I like that because you know he he summed it down to three minutes and thirty six seconds. Right, excellent, and we learned a lot in those three minutes. Right, you absolutely right, sis. And so the question at hand is, man, sis was kind of talking about this, but we are black history yes we are you know there are ones that came and paved the way before us but we are you know and then a question that that i have you know that i was asking is what will people remember you for what will be your legacy you know that you leave behind and Oh, this was a really good one, sis. I said, how are we impacting lives around us? Come on now. Are we a part of the problem or are we a part of the solution? Sis, are we a part of the problem or are we a part of the solution? You know, I was thinking about this, sis. Just imagine, y'all imagine for a minute. Your assignment is over. You're done. You're. I mean, you. What did Jesus say? It is finished. So imagine you're at your own celebration of life service, and everybody is there, and they get up, and it's real quiet, and somebody get up to speak on how you impacted or influenced their lives. Or let me ask you this, will they even come? Hmm. 
So that's something to really grab hold to and think about. What am I doing? Am I making a difference while I'm here? We shared, a, you know, about a couple of, you know, people that paved the way. But now, <laughs> now it's our time. Sis, and I thought about that and I was like, you know what? You know, the first thing we're supposed to do is, is check up, do a checkup on ourselves first, evaluate what we're doing. And so the first thing I said is I said, okay, father, how am I making a difference? When I leave, what will people remember me by? What is my passion? My passion, sis, is to make sure that people are healed. They are whole and that I help them restore, help them restore themselves back to Jesus Christ, back to their father, back to God, you know, but healed, whole, set free, and enjoying life right now. Right. Right now. That's, I know that's, I'm an encourager. I love. So I said, thank you, Father, for the reminder, because we don't really think about that until we have to think about that. And then and once, then you, once you die, you know, it's too late to think about that. But right. you're, you're so you're so right, sis, because, you know, as me, and you was talking, you know, and I was like, you remember I told you the other day I was just sitting there. I was like, oh, God, you know, I want to leave a legacy and da, 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 da. And, you know, I, you know, I want to impact and I want to I want it on this grand scale. He's like, but you are leaving a legacy and you are impacting. Right. And he had to bring it back to my remembrance. Me helping people is leaving a legacy. And when I say helping people, I don't mean just helping people. So, you know, I told y'all a story. I had breast cancer. So right. that is my mission. That is my, you know, um, I fight and I like to bring awareness to cancer, you know, especially breast cancer, because I was affected by it. Right. Right. But the thing about it is, sis, is people that, you know, that don't even know that I had breast cancer or whatever, but they'll be talking to me and they'll be telling me about the issues like, oh yeah, I just got diagnosed, da, 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 whatever type of cancer it may be. And you know, that's when I share my testimony. Like, I feel you. I didn't have right. that type of cancer. I had breast cancer, but I got through it. And I share how my faith brought me through and how you know, I leaned on God. You know, I had a lot of support. Don't get me wrong. I had a lot of support. Right. But my main support was my father. You had to be plugged in. And it wasn't no, oh, just because, you know, I'm going through this. Oh, father, I love you. I, no, because I was loving him before that. And right. I understood my assignment was to go through that because it wasn't for me. It's for the people that I'm helping and impacting now. Right. right. So. With that being said, you know, and I tell them like, hey, if you having a down day or you feeling depressed or you got questions or you just want somebody to just hear you, you want to cry, call me. Right. I'm here. I don't care what time it is. Reach out to me. I will be your partner to go through with you. You know, and my um, pastor in Hawaii, she she walked that walk with me from day one to completion. Right. And even in her ministry where she's at now, when people going through it, she would call and be like, hey, you know, I have a member that just got diagnosed. Can you please talk to them? 
Sure. Give them my number. And, you know, now I follow up with her like, hey, they never called. You know, tell them I'm waiting. And she was like, well, let me see it. I'm going to give you their number. She'll ask them and it'd be like, yeah, so I'll call. Because I'm waiting on you and and, and I get it. They don't know me and some people may not want to talk. But if you allow me to get your number, I'm going to call you. Because that's my mission. And and that's what I'm passionate about Mm -hmm. is bringing awareness. And the thing about it is a lot of like, um, I think we talked about this before, but it breast cancer, not only for women, men get breast cancer. So I try to bring awareness to men too. Like, Hey, this ain't no woman disease. This is That's this right is now. Main disease too. You right. need to get checked and you need to be on it. You know, and I got to tell people, I'm a fan of touching boobies because self-diagnosis is the best diagnosis. Right. Right. I'm so, telling you. you know, that's the legacy that I, I want to leave. And I, you know, my heart, is to serve people, you know, and I love, and you know that since I, I like, you know, doing stuff in the community. I like, you know, doing clothes driving and, and right. helping the homeless and doing stuff like that, you know, and, and my heart is to give and to just bring awareness and just show people like, just cause you are down on your luck, I'm no better than you. I'm here. What you right. mean? And I want to leave that to my kids. I want to leave that heart to my kids to, help people and to serve, you know? So, Hey, but like you say, what, what, what are we going to leave? If we close our eyes, are we going to leave drama? Or are we going to use, leave peace? Right. We're going to have chaos or we're going to have unity. What, what are we leaving? Right. You show right, sis. What are we leaving? And that is so important. And you know, um, it was something else that, yeah, let's talk about it. <laughs> I said, let's talk about it. Our race. Oh God. Oh God. Let's talk about our people. And so since I was sitting there thinking, and I'm like, sometimes we can be as a black race of, of people of color, we can be so nasty to one another. Sis, I have seen, I know you see it every single day as well. There's no honor. There's no respect. And and people don't build each other up. Mm-hmm. They tear them down. You know, we were just having a conversation about this a few days ago. You know, it's like, man, give somebody their flowers while they're here. Appreciate them. Yeah. You know, hey, I am so happy that you're doing X, Y, Z. Girl, I'm look, yes, I am so proud of you. And so you know we do that all the time. We do. You know, we we honor and value one another. And since quick to people are quick to say, well, this race don't treat us this way, this race don't treat us this way, this race be coming against us. But we, we come, come against ourselves. Talk about it, sis. Talk about it. Look. Mm. You know, when you was coming up and I used to hear people say, you know, we like crabs in a barrel. And I'm like, what What crabs in a barrel? That don't make no sense. But it does make sense because if you get, if you ever looked at crabs in a barrel and when one trying to climb out, they're going to keep pulling them down. And that's what we do in our own race. Instead of building each other up, we're trying to pull each other back down. 
we have to stop that. And like you said, we can't, like, I know it's hard. Like, I see a sister, right? And I'd be like, girl, you look good. I, right. You look good. I like your hair. Oh, I like your outfit. I'm telling you. We will not do that. A lot of people in our race won't do that. You can look good. And they just, she thinks she all that. Right. No, stop doing that. Like, why you don't even know her? You don't even know her. Why you don't like her? Because of her looks, because she presents herself well. Right. And that's what we have to stop. You need to be happy that of as women, we want to look good and we want to present well. And, you know, and, and just, you don't want to be out there with your hair all over your head, looking right. Look, you know what I mean? And, and my thing is this, I don't understand how, you know, we could, I do understand. It's the Jim Crow mentality mm. that our that Jim Crow instilled in our ancestors, and we still have it today. And it's and and it's, it was the Jim Crow law pitted against us, dark skin against light skin. You know, right. back in the day, if you was light skin, you worked in the house; dark skin, you worked out in the field. Oh, that's the master child, so she get to work in in the house. Right. That mentality still is today. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, she light skin. She thinks she cute. She thinks she all that. Oh, she dark skin. She a boogaboo. She ugly. Da da da. Right. Stop doing that. Because right. in reality, we're all made in our father's image, right? That's so right. if you going around calling somebody ugly because of the shade of their skin, you're calling our father ugly. Mm. Because in the Bible, it says we're made in his image, in their image, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So right. if we're made in their image, how can we be ugly? Right. Now, with that being said, we can have some ugly ways. There you go. An attitude. An attitude mm-hmm. and stink attitudes. That Yeah. But appearance wise, we're all beautiful. Right. And we need to... We need to highlight that more often. We need to give each other more compliments more often. Right. Not even just saying we're beautiful. Hey, sis, congratulations on your new job. Right. Hey, sis, I heard you going to school. Girl, you got this. Yeah. I am your number one fan. You can do this. Don't let nothing discourage you. Hey, sis, you got a promotion. Girl, you worked hard for that. You deserve that. Let's lift each other up and stop tearing each other down. It's just so, oh, God. And as a people, please stop messing with each other, significant others. Right. That, That is one of the worst things that I see in our community and our race. Sis, I mean, it's in other races too, but I'm talking about, it's Black History Month. I'm talking about my people. Right, right. Honor another woman and stop saying, well, she, he married um, he married me. I ain't saying no vows to him. I don't owe her nothing. You do owe her something, sister. Right. You owe her the respect to not touch her man. You owe her the respect to not even flirt with her man. You owe her res- that respect. If her man come up to you, you look, brother, you married. You got a beautiful sister going about your business. Right. If you don't want to be with her, you shouldn't have married her. Cause there you go. I don't do that. Isn't that the truth? And the mm-hmm. same things for my brothers. Right. Stop going with your brother or trying to get with your brother woman. 
you owe your brother that respect. Right. And that's where respect starts and lies. Stop saying, oh, and guys always do this. Hey, boo, how you doing? Uh-uh, you got a man? Yes. What that got to do with me? It got a lot to do with you. Right. <laughs> that. That's <laughs> why we don't have respect. Yeah. yeah, they always, what that got to do with me? That's your man. That ain't my, yeah, he my man. That's enough right there. Should okay, my sister. I'm sorry. I didn't know. Ain't going about your business. Don't be that mentality. Have to stop that. Gen is like, is just is just keep going. Generation, gen. We have to stop the generational curses. That's right. Absolutely. I mean, if you see a, a, a one hour people come up, let's just let's just pick somebody that's uh, that's famous. Let's just. We gonna go with Michael Jordan, right? We I'm just picking people out the air. Anybody? Okay. Michael Jordan came a professional football um, basketball player. People hating. Oh, you know, um, he could he 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 forgot about me. He forgot about this one. Maybe no, he didn't forget about you. He didn't get up there and and, and act like he was better than you. Right. But what you have to understand is he could have reached back. I'm not saying he didn't, but if he reached back, but you still want to live in that same mentality. There you go. There you go. Then it's a time where, okay, I, I went back to reach back for my com for people in my community. But if you still want to live the same way you living and having that same mentality, well, guess what? I'm going to leave you right there. That's so right. don't talk about me and say, oh, she thinks she's better than right. me. And she forgot where she came from. No, I didn't forget where I came from. I just wanted better than where I came from. There you go. It's a difference, y'all. People get successful and they could be in the same neighborhood as that y'all grew up together. The same way they did it, you could do it. Right. They strive because they wanted a better life. You stood there because... You, you know, you happy and content what you're doing. Right. And I don't know about you, sis, but it's times that I go back to New Orleans. Mm -hmm. And it's people that I know still doing the same thing. Same thing, sis. Same thing. Mm. Like, don't you want better? Right. Still doing stuff you did in junior and high, in high school, talking about people. And, right. and like you said, oh, this one got this one. Ain't nobody thought that you ain't got nothing but you. Right. You have the same opportunity that I have had. Yes. I just, I just chose to do something different. Exactly. And that is you right, sis, because you yeah, when I go back home, I'm I'm looking at the same thing, baby. And I'm like, you know, I'm driving down on the on, you know, through the north end or whatever, and I'm looking and I'm just like, these houses are still boarded up. They still have daggum sheets on windows sis is it just does something to my spirit and you see them walking and 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 a lot of them looking a mess i'm like come on pick yourself up now now i i there are people that are you know they're on they're addicted they're on drugs or what have you yeah. so there's things that's going on but at some point we have got to do better when you know better, you do better. Right. 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 
and that's that's all we're saying is when you know better, you do better. You do, do better. You know, but don't and don't be coming against the next person that's trying because to do they did right, better. trying to do better. You know, they didn't they didn't move on. And a lot of times when you were talking about Michael Jordan, sis, you know, a lot of people when when they get to a certain place, they've got to move on. They can't exactly. remain the same because exactly. they're gonna remain stagnant. You're not gonna if you're not if you're not growing and you're not maturing then I got to do something different. You know, when Jeremy was working on his craft, you know, he was music says, and he was, he had put it, put it to a halt and he wasn't doing nothing for a minute. I said, son, why are you not writing? What's going on? <clears throat> well, I'm trying to get such and such to come on. And so we can drop this track. And so we can do this. And so we can do that. I said, God didn't give them the vision. God didn't put that gift on the inside of them like he did for you right i said sometimes you got to do things solo i said so this is your baby you perfect your craft and sis that's exactly what it did because you know jeremy is all about squad community love loyalty you know that's what he was about but when he saw that there was some that he couldn't bring with them with him because they were stagnant. They were stuck in the rut. And I said, son, go for it. And that's- got to. Baby, you yeah. know, your nephew went in. He, he did. Up so many songs. I mean, he was, Jeremy can sit there and, and God just gifted him with the ability to sit there and write them, them right. tracks, write them songs. And girl, he was just gifted. And I said, he gave you that gift so you can speak to the world. Right. So you can make a difference, impact, influence. Mm -hmm. You know, it, that's what it is. And since it's so funny that you was, you said that story, because as you were saying that, you know, and I was talking about how people, you know, get up or whatever. And you know, you don't see it in the, in the industry where people want to take everybody in the hood with them. And you got to pay all these people. You ain't even making money like that. You got everybody on your staff in the hood. And right. all they're doing is like little leeches. They just keep taking, taking, and taking, and taking, and taking. And then when you go bankrupt, where all the people you had on your payroll? Where wow. all the people you bought from the hood? Now here you are trying to, oh, I'm bankrupt. Let me see what I can do. Let me, nobody want to endorse you, you know. Because if they don't want to deal with all the baggage you bought alone. Right. It's okay yeah. to leave some people behind. Right. Especially if they're not going to uplift you. Right. If you're going to have them on your payroll, have the ones that's going to uplift you, not just take, take, take and bring nothing to you. Right. And we journeying together. Come on now. You got right. to the table. Right. Let's move. Are we are you moving forward? Are you are you that weight that's on my leg, my ankle that's holding me down? Like I just I can't I can't get I right. can't move forward. I can't move forward because this person is holding me down. No, right, no, right, and I and not saying all that, y'all. Don't forget to give back, don't forget to reach yeah. back. 
get not, and when I say reach back, go back to your community and you could do work in your community. And so like these football players, they go back in the communities and they do stuff in the boys and girls club. You right. know, they, they do stuff in the schools. That's what I mean. Like give back, reach back. That's what I'm talking about. I'm right. not talking about reach back to these, that the people that don't want nothing, right. but it's so many young kids coming up today that you could give back to that. You could inspire. You can, you could give them hope. You could be like, right. hey, I was here. I, I'm from here. But look at me now. Right. So, I mean, it's a lot of things. You could leave a legacy and, and you know, give back to the, the younger children, you know, and you know. build them up and inspire them. Because believe it or not, some of these kids from where we come from don't have that. You know, they, they, they it's poverty stricken most of the places, you know, right. and. You know, they feel like this is all they see is crime around them every day. Shooting, killing, drug dealing, abandoned right. house. This is all they see. So in their mind, like when I grew up, I, I, I'm I'm idolizing this drug dealer, or this murderer. You know, this is what right. I'm going to do. I can't wait till I get me a nine. No. The positive ones give back, give these kids hope. Like, hey, this is not just because you're from here don't mean you have to be stuck here. That's just because right. you're from here. You don't have to be a product of your environment. Right. There you go. You know what I mean? Choose to do something different. Right. Yep. You know, and, and that's exactly what I, I had to do, sis. You know, I left out of Wichita, Kansas for a reason. You know, and I took my son out of that environment because I knew that if if we remained, he'd be a told he would have been a totally different person. Yes. And you know what? And that's that's what it takes for us, you know, and that's what we wanted to share, you know, for us. Support, give people they flowers mm -hmm. while they're here. Let's honor one another. Let's encourage one another, respect one another, because sis, every one of us are valuable. Every one of us have something to bring to the table. But yes. like we were saying, if you are in that, what you call it, the Jim Crow mentality, that slave mentality where you don't want to get out of where you're at, sometimes we got, in order for us to go to that next season where God has taken us, we got to leave you behind. We got to leave you behind. We love you, but we got to leave you behind. Sis, thank you, for He just dropped this in my spirit, honey. While we talking on black history and and crabs and the slave mentality, people, people, stop saying I don't shop at black owned stores. Mm. They have an attitude. They don't treat me because mm. you can go to the Sam, another race store, and they have the Sam attitude. And they Sam, you go to an Asian store to get some hair, they follow you, right. But y'all don't complain about that. Y'all wearing designers who say they didn't make clothes for black people. Hmm. But you steady getting their pockets fat. Let's help our people. If my sister have a store, I'm going to support her store. If right. my sister have a business that 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 gives a need I, and and I need it, I'm going to I'm going to support that sister or that brother. It's all about <laughs> look, and you know how they say bring the money back in the community. That's right. How many Asian people 
God is good. Listen, I ain't even just going to say Asian people. Other races, right? They right. generate their money and they keep it in the family and they right. help each other. We can't do that as black people. Let me tell you how the other races get ahead and why we still down here. Because other races, they're going to come together. Okay, what I bought this house. Okay, since you and your family come live here, my brother and his family going to come live here. We're going to help pay your house off, then we're going to get a house and we're going to bring the family with us. And that's how they build it. Now, right. yes, that's how they bro. get their houses. Now, let's talk about their business. Mm, you better say they that. They get now. their business because, guess what, especially if they're a, they're a foreigner, right? They get tax breaks. They can, they can use that business name for 10 years, I think. After that 10 years, guess what they do? They give it to their brother. The brother rename it. Carry it's still on. the same store. Just right. remember because their time is up, right? When they come right. from another country and get a store, that's how they do it. And guess what? Now, the brother who had the store at first, now he don't want to open up another store. See where I'm going? He don't yeah. open up another store. Now, he don't get this store to this brother to rename it. Now, he don't want to open up another store. Got a whole new name. So that way, they can't pay taxes, and they keep the wealth in their family. Right. Right. That's all I got, sis. <laughs> but you know what, sis? That is so good because that's that's where we at. You know what I'm saying? How do we help one another? How do we, you know, that's what we're working on right now. You know, because you know your sister got her business, but guess what? When I'm gone, my baby girl will be able to carry on. Even before I'm gone, she'll be able to carry on because her name is attached to the business. You know what I'm saying? Right. And this is thinking about what can I do to make sure she good? What can we do to make sure we are good? Come on. We talking to us. Let's get it together. We got to do better. We have got to do better. Not well, y'all. Everybody else ain't doing whatever. We talking about us. We talking we about gotta us. We got to do better. Let's love on one another. Let's value one another. Lift each other up. Encourage one another. And support one another. Like sis was saying, support each other. Sis. That's all I got, baby. That's all. That's you all. Black History Month. We. <laughs> Matter of fact, let me show you my shirt. Look. Women what? of color and faith. Yes. So with that being said, you guys, we love y'all. We're going to we let y'all go. Enjoy y'all Saturday. Thank y'all for tuning in. Please comment, share, like, all that good stuff. Until next week. Until next time. We love you.